Welcome to The Breaks Radio. Stop it. Stop it, T.I. That's what it boils down to. T.I. was definitely being sensitive with that. And, you know, me and Bradley kind of touched on everything there. It's like, Comedy is, is, is at, at its purest form is supposed to take the things that all of us know that we're going through or that that's happened and make make it funny. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be released. So people got to like we, one thing I don't want to see this summer turn into is attacks on comedians. We got to stop this shit. Come on, bro. Everybody knows a lot. A lot of a lot of people don't say it. Maybe a few comedians will will say it. But let's be real. Some of the best jokes is racist jokes and gay jokes. We know this already, but mm. so the, if you know it ain't true, nothing came out of it. So what? You know what I mean? Like you, like who hasn't been through hard shit? It's time to make light of it. You, you, you know. Yep. It ain't real. Like let's make jokes of it. So the more we joke about it, the more you laugh with it. The more faster we'll get over it. A great. Now the it, fact that you making this shit an issue. Now we're questioning you. Yeah. We're talking about you now. Yeah. To to your point though, uh, uh and I would I wouldn't just say a good comedian. Uh, but a great comedian would have flipped that joke. Word. He got stage. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Got to get it together, people. Got to get it together. Let's go ahead and move into the next one. So, you know, this this Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion thing has drug on way too long. Uh, as of right now, there still has not been a solution uh, but our, our decision made, but it seems like, you know, they're trying to come down. So Tory Lane's got a little time uh, because he was ordered to not comment. And they took a tweet from February 23rd as him breaking um, the protective order. Uh, so he had to go. I think he's supposed to bail since. But Marquee, I'll come to you first on this one, man. What do you make about what's going on with the Tory Lane's making the stallion current case? Fuck Tory, man. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah. We've been talking about this motherfucker for years, bro. Like, yeah. it's about time. For sure. Go to jail. <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> Bury that nigga. He gonna drop a mixtape from jail. Talking about he's, this is real life. Fuck him. His last mixtape was fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you got something to talk about. For sure. For sure. Baylor? I'm actually on Tory's side uh, because I, 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 too, am human. So, you know, I again, I probably wouldn't have tweeted anything. But, yo, if I know... I'm innocent. Oh, I'm about to do some of the pettiest shit in the world. You know what I mean? This is true. Uh, but he had to pay for it. So that's, you know, the, you got to you gotta abide by the rules. And, he you know, he bailed out. I seen him get out today. He, it was either today or yesterday. So, you know. Um, yeah. At this point, I think, I, I do think if we just forget about it, I think that's what they probably want us to do. Because if he didn't do it, that's going to make her look real bad. And that's the cash cow right there. Yeah. We'll see what happens. They need they need to get to a damn resolution with this shit at this point, man. I'm just I'm ready for it to be over with. Uh, Tory's gonna make it as much as uh, much of a shit show as he possibly can because that's just what Tory Lanez does. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. Let's go ahead and move into the next one. And this one I'm happy to put on the list because I know this is gonna have our girl over there uh, busy. Mary Almonte is gonna be busy with this one. LL Cool J announced that the Rock the Bells Hip Hop Festival is coming back. Uh, this time, Ice Cube, Rick Ross, uh, Little Kim, uh, the Diplomats, Fat Joe, Remy Ma, Scarface, Trina, Nori, Diggable Planets, DJ Scratch, Master C, all involved 
in this, and it's all going to be hosted by Roxanne Shante. I, I I need to go to this. Marquis, are you going to this? I want to. I got to go to this, bro. I it's, have to. It, it might this. just have to happen. It, I have to. It like, might. It, what, it might have to happen. What better thing for for is if we can all get to go to that as as a as a unit for the Breaks Radio, we need to make that happen. I and have we need to barely to make our shirts. There you see, there you go. There you go. Uh but Baylor, we, what do you what do, do you think have, about go ahead? No, I was gonna I was gonna ask, when when is it supposed to come back? Uh it is August sixth in there Forest Hill Stadium. There Mary, we are talking about the Rock the Bells festival and we just came up with we all trying to go you said you're all trying to we're go all trying to, we're all trying to make plans to go as you should yeah I, I i have to be i have to go i have to soak this in i have to soak this in absolutely i mean we're offline about that you might end up there anyway but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes y'all all should come seriously all right so august, august 6 2022 but baylor what do you make about the lineup well, I was confused about that until you read off the rest of the name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you when you brought up Rick Ross, I was like, hmm. It just didn't match with the rest of the name that you said. But then as you went along, um, that's a that's a cold roster right there. Yep. And hopefully some more. But I'm not complaining about it. If there's no more after that, I'm good with that. It's a nice line. Give Roxanne a hug. It's a, Roxanne Shante <laughs> hosting. Come on, man. You gotta take that in. That's hip hop right there. That is the that is the culture. Mary. Uh, as the representative of Rock the Bells here, how much work is this putting on you guys to put this festival together? Man, that's why I'm I was late for the show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all gonna be worth it. Yeah. Um yes, we're we're hyped too. There's gonna be a lot more surprises to come, so y'all gotta keep it locked because yeah, I can't give away too much, but we ain't done yet. All right. <laughs> so it's gonna be a true celebration of hip hop. For real. So any true hip hop head would be ashamed to not be in attendance. Yo, no, no, let's continue on this because I'm asking another question. But go ahead. No, go ahead. We, we going though. Oh yeah. We, <laughs> that's that's. Um, I don't care if I got to kick down the door. I'm making my way there. I I got to be there, man. I can't I can't miss something like that. To me, for me to miss this as not only a videographer but somebody who loves truly loves hip hop culture would be idiotic and remiss. I don't care if I have to sell one of my children. I'm going to be at this festival. Okay. You, know, you be saying some shit. <laughs> we are not into human trafficking for everyone who's listening. Let's not go in this man's basement. Right. But no, real talk, everyone should go to rockthebellsfestival.com and sign up with their email address so they could stay up on everything and get um you know, like, a, I think it's like an exclusive code that everyone who signs up is going to get to, like, be alerted of things before everyone and get discount codes for stuff. So, yeah, do that. Go and tickets go on sale as of uh, by the time this episode is posted, the tickets will be on sale. They go on sale April 7th. That's when they go. The pre-sale goes live. So make the sure pre-sale, you pre-sale, yes, is yeah. the 7th. Yeah. But you got to sign up with your email address That's for the pre-sale. Yeah. So, hey, go ahead. Did I did I ever tell y'all that um, once about a time, long time ago, when I was almost in the game? No, seriously, seriously, this is this is history right here. Yo, did y'all know that my it's an my hood? To, yo, never mind. Go ahead. No, my hood name was going to be Rock the Bells. Really? Why? <laughs> Moving along. What do you? 
<laughs> How you gonna start? Yo, anytime a motherfucker say something and they laugh about it before they tell you, you know there's a heavy, heavy story behind it. We gotta well, hear that story. Especially with Baylor. Yeah. Know, right? You're gonna need to hear this story. Baylor's Baylor. a motherfucker. Uh, oh, yeah, one day. So, yeah, August 6th, right? August 6th. Right. Are you wait, Baylor? Are you gonna try to make it? I promise you. We got two shows. It. We got two shows to catch. We should do a live show. I mean that weekend. I'm, if you guys I'm are there, I'm word. Down. So the, hmm. let's do it. What what you got, Marky? Um, the lyricist lounge. You want you want to drop that one? Yeah, that's April sixteenth at the Apollo Theater. It's the thirtieth anniversary celebration of the Lyricist Lounge. I'm gonna be in the building, even if I have to get snuck in. Shout out to Grandmaster Kaz. <laughs> Who gonna be there? Who gonna be there? Well, KRS One, and I don't think we need to say anything else. But Kali is on the roster uh-huh. as well. And you know, yeah. more than likely, um, Yasin Bey is gonna be there. I wish because they Black Star is coming out on an album. Mm. I wish I would lose my shit if. If that were to happen, hmm. yeah. So, but I think August he's in Spain. Down. He's what? Yeah, he's in Spain. Yeah, I mean, he can travel. The, the borders open up. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be legendary. So y'all better be following all of these social accounts to get some front row seats. Is it me, guys, or is there a lot of like legendary classic hip hop shit happening? There's a lot of hip hop shit. It's, it's like it. it's like everything that we missed from the last couple of years before court since quarantine. Everybody's just like, hey. We 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 all coming out at some point this summer. It's a lot of shit going down, and I can't. Yeah. Wait. I can't wait. Yep. Here, here. All right, moving on, man. We got to get into some new music. First of all, Pusha T and Jay Z dropped Neck and Wrist. Um, Pusha's been dropping some singles. This one he brought up the he- brought out the heavy hitter and Jay Z. Who wants to talk about this one first? I thought it was a solid track, but it it sounded like Jay' voice was different. It did. To me on that. Yeah. 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 Sound like he was tired or something. Like he rolled out of bed and went right into the studio in his basement to <laughs> drop the, the verse and then send it off to Pusha. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was a nice verse. It was a nice verse, though. It wasn't anything yeah. groundbreaking, but it was. I didn't like the beat for a lot on that. Like, I didn't. It was something about it that I like this. The song over, uh, overall is a good song. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I don't know. Something about about it didn't really make it hit as hard and maybe my mind built up something that the track was never going to be um but i walked away from thinking it was cool it was a dope collab between the two but it wasn't their best collab together at all well i think that the one thing that you can always count on hold for at least in in these i don't want to say later years but in these past couple of years in this phase of his career Mm -hmm. is that he's always going to drop some gems and usually they're hidden right um so i felt like this was not an exception to that um, his verse definitely had a lot of little little keys to success in it. Jeez. If you really listen, um, but yeah, aside from that, yeah, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Marky, this is nah. This is one of those tracks that <clears throat> if we didn't have so much content, we play this a lot more and give it a lot longer, um, a better, a more a better chance. Basically, um, it's a pretty short song. It's a little modern, especially with Pharrell on the beat and everything. So it, it's it fits more of today's vibe. And again, going back to the chorus, what was it? Um, the dope house had a line. Dope dope house had a line. It was not a lot of effort put into it. But again, there's a cocaine reference. Back to that conscious thing he was talking about. That's not there. Um, overall, I still think the track was dope. <clears throat> this is the third single. I don't know if the album is shaping up to be as groundbreaking as he wanted it to be. Mm. And I'm glad it didn't come out last year when he said he's going to have the best album of the year. Um, 
um, Pop Smoke's album. I don't, I don't think this is going to be a good album. Yeah. Song is fitting for now, but it'll die off soon. I don't think it's going to be a good album. Sorry. We have, at this point, three tracks released from this album. All of Daytona was seven tracks, right? And nothing that has been released so far hits as hard as anything on Daytona. So I I don't know. Hopefully he's holding the best back. I have no idea. Now, again, like I said, I don't want to. This isn't a bad song by any stretch of the imagination. It's just not, you know, the Marquis point. It's not what I was expecting, I guess, to come out after the way that he talked about this album. And that's it's kind of just it's mid. That's what it is. I, I guess he should ask himself, what would Meek do? He'd probably tweet something. <laughs> He's out here doing front flips, flips, yeah. (laughs) So I do follow. With a slow run, I know he looked like he was handicapped. (laughs) My man did a whole (laughs) full semi. (laughs) This dude came over to the front flip and they applauded. I'm like, bro, you look like you ride the yellow bus right now. (laughs) Yeah, I was impressed. I can't do that. I can't. I can't. I was okay. impressed. Oh, I used to do shit like that. That's still good. Well, I'd love to hear more about that. <laughs> you the fact that Mary doesn't know this, I, I, uh, Mary, I, I would expect let's, that let's, you let's would know this. About, let's not talk about No, this. Marquis has never shared that he used to do flips. Mm. <laughs> Marquis, I heard doing flippy what? shit. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. All right, no, Mr. no, Mr. you and Dale are not going to be deflecting today. We're going to yes, go I in. used to flip off shit. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not that serious. I still need to know why Baylor was called Rock the Bells. Like, word, I, we do need to know that. Inquiring uh, minds before we get, before we get it, before we get off this restream tonight, whether it's on on record or not, you telling us why you used to call yourself Rock the Bells? Okay, you were bell bottoms. Close. Mm. All right. Oh. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> Bailey, you a nasty motherfucker. If you, it's what I think you you talking about. No. Okay. That had nothing to do with anything sexual. Okay. Let's move right along. I'm envisioning Baylor looking like the third member of Silk Sonic. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I would definitely be a part of that group. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what my. I don't know what my job in that group would be because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't sing that good outside of the shower. Oh, shit. But I would definitely. Oh, all right. Well, I needed that laugh. Uh, Dreamville D Day hosted by uh, DJ Drama. Uh, I have thoughts on this one, but I want to, I want to give the floor to you guys first. Mary, did you get a chance to listen to this? Mixtape? I did. What did you think about it? First of all, shout out DJ Drama. He is a all-around good dude who's gone through so much. Um, y'all need to look up his history out there if you don't know. Um, who I think, like, this is this has really been his year, right? He's just done so much and just won a Grammy. Um, so, shout out to him. Um, I thought this was solid. I really like the Ari Lennox joint. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would. Uh, because you know how I feel about samples of things from the golden era of hip hop. I feel like it's too soon, but it was not a bad sample of uh, Mary's going down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there were some surprising features, right? Like Sheck West, who before this, I have I was wondering what happened to him. Um, yeah, a lot of Earth Gang. It was it was solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody, I, feel, 
Go ahead, Bill. No, I feel I thought it was I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. I thought it was cool. Um the track that stand out for me, it was a couple of tracks, but the heaven track stand out is you know, he basically told us, I, I hear y'all talking about y'all continue to put me in third place, you know what I mean? Uh behind Drake and uh Kendrick. I be hearing. Um outside of that, yeah, I didn't I thought the album cover was dope too. Oh, album like cover was definitely dope. Definitely dope. Yeah, it was. And I mean, I thought it was fire that it was um, on YouTube, at least. It was like an animated graphic. I haven't seen that. I so shout out, out to their designer, for real. Okay. All right. Marquis? Um, If the mic fits, bro, he might have to be in third place. I think he's a much better artist. I think he's also he also I. puts out more, way more music than Kendrick. Not as much as Drake, but way more music than, than Kendrick, and he's super consistent. Um, I don't like ranking those two against each other, but it, you know it's gonna happen naturally. It is what it is. There, uh, he did it. Uh, he did it. Uh, I wouldn't say that's just based on him. The culture kind of put those compared those two very early on, though, too. Bro. So the oh, I get that it's Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas kind of thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Kendrick that's is it. first. Let's let's be real. Kendrick is first, and ladies love Drake. I think he's a by far a much better lyricist, artist, everything than Drake. But oh, hundred sure. percent. That's that's never a question. Drake is. Let's be clear. Drake is in the conversation because of what he does as a pop artist, but also because of his fan base and how big. I mean, what he he's done. He's had a historic run in music, but as far as like uh, just the, uh, the pure artistry and the lyricism, he doesn't measure up to Kendrick or no. J Cole at no, all. He had- he has he has subtle here here's and there's, but no, we and he's not in the caliber um of them two as far as lyrics are concerned. But if we I mean Drake is really isn't in in the conversation with a lot of lyricists anyway. But if those are the three at the helm right now, if from a global perspective, J. Cole is kinda third. Yeah, I mean and that's fair. That's fair. I don't know anybody who could really put up an argument against that. So overall the album was a mixtape. I'm just gonna call it a mixtape. It was it was um, a mixtape, so that's 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 how I'll just leave it. So I'm not gonna rate it in anything. It's just one of those things you press play, you listen to, have it in the background. I will say I do have an affinity for ASAP Ferg. Mm. I just love ASAP Ferg. Like something about him just always makes me want to just hear him. So um, Cole's gonna do his thing, and again, it was a it was a cool. I'm in the background. I can hear it. I appreciate it. I will leave it at that. And I to me, I understand that this was a mixtape, but. All the Dreamville's projects to me have seen have, have sounded very cohesive sonically. This felt all over the place. The music was solid, but it just I don't know. I don't know. listening to it. I didn't feel like maybe the 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 order in which the, they did the track list helped a lot for somebody who wants to sit down and listen to it. Like, but I mean, it, it kind of just was what it was. Like, I don't I don't really know how to review it because it's not an album. It is a mixtape. It feels like a mixtape. It very much feels like something that a bunch of B-side tracks that were solid, but that made it that they gave the DJ drama and he did his thing with. That's what it felt can, like to me. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> has there ever been a Dreamville project that's been great? Great? No. Yeah. No. So do you, do you think they just use these opportunities just to create a buzz because – we know there's not going to be a full album that we'd appreciate from a Dreamville. I mean, I think they, I think they use their 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 the Dreamville projects as a showcase, and then I do think they usually do follow it up with some albums after that from some of their artists. So I think that that's what it is. It's really just a showcase a exhibition, 
if you will, of music to get people ready and uh, to maybe wet the palate for some for the music that's coming with uh, the rest of the year. So then you uh, you may raise me, uh, Bale. I'm sorry, just real quick. Then you raise a question for me. What group has put together a project that actually had great music for their projects? Like, um, Cold Winter was actually pretty fucking dope, mm-hmm. right? Are there any other albums that were collaborations? I mean, because this is all from Wu Tang. Like, these are pieces of like Wu Tang. Has there any been any other projects that we can say this is great music from the the entire crew? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that's that's one you that I gotta have... prepare for, bro. Um, the only ones I can think of off top, the re up. As... I put the re up on there. Wait, hold on, wait, Baylor, what did you just say? No, I didn't say I didn't say anything. I, but I was agreeing with the re up. I was gonna say maybe a G Unit project, and then very much even even Dr. Dre's really the Chronic and. Uh, 2001 were both crew. That's not fair, though. That's that is. Dipset. That's, that's still Dr. Dre. That's what I'm saying. Like Dipset. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dre. That's still a Dr. Dre album with a collaboration. But, but it's a, but it's a, but it's it's used the same exact way though, bro. It's you literally used the same exact ways, and you could, the only difference there, is is that it, Dr. It, Dre's it, name it, had, it, the, it, had the cash. It's used the same. It's it used the same way, but the artists that was on Dre's uh, album were standoffs. What do you mean by standoffs? You had you had Eminem, you had Dre, uh, you had Eminem, you had Snoop. Uh-huh. You'll have like Exhibit and things yeah. like that. It, it wasn't like a Avenger type saying. thing. I get what you're saying. I get I, I get what you're saying with that. I can I can feel where you're coming from with that. G Unit, that first album, that first full G Unit album was mm-hmm. fucking perfect. It, that was perfect. Yeah, that was, it was a great album. Was that yeah. that was the what's the name of that album? Was it just G? Was it G Unit? Gorilla Unit? Yeah, I think it was just G Unit. Okay. The second album was that. Um, yeah, the I, second yeah. album was trash. I, I didn't. I didn't love the re up. I'm not gonna lie to you. But this, you see what I'm saying? Like now the bar is set so low. We want to get your artists featured and everything. Like even the ASAP album. I don't know. But hey, said it though, because me and me and the homies was talking about this over the over the weekend. Is almost like a platform that he's given to. Uh, I would say less popular artists. Because like he had two. He had he exactly, and he had G Perico on there too. Boss so, music. Yeah. If only, if only the public knew the boss had music, though. But then you can't put out this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sorry if you really want me to appreciate, like, Cold Winter, again, that was a feature of, you know what, here's some great music. I produce, produce, produce it all. Swerve. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a collaboration. This is a mixtape. I haven't heard anything from Dreamville that I'm like, all right, I want to check out this individual because he shined. Or just because we love the culture, I appreciate the artists from Dreamville, but they're also not—they're not really um, commercial like that. They're not outside like that a lot. I know, but I'm not looking for the commercial. I'm talking about like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm looking for that. You—you're gonna give me a mixtape? Give me something for, with substance. They had a couple of tracks on there that had a lot of substance to it. I, I, I just thought—I I, 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 I agree. I, I agree with Baylor. There was some tracks that had some substance, but I think maybe to split the difference between you and Marquis is that. It wasn't anything sustained. Like it wasn't anything consistent. Um, and that that goes back to like my point. This out this mixtape is literally all over the place. It's all over the place. In not a good way. It is. Cause the opening the opening the opening track had like a had like a a, a heavy metal feel to it. Yeah, yeah. J I D was rapping. I agree. Off it was like a rager. Yeah. Yeah. Production was dope. Production was dope. And and back to him's point, like he's doing his thing, especially with um Harlow and everything. Stuff he's doing is dope, mm-hmm. but 
this felt more like J. Cole needed control over the project and wanted his people to be featured. But they do have a core fan base, though, that goes along with, like, the festivals that they have, right? I mean, the, the, the festivals do huge. Like, uh, the yeah. Dreamville Festival does amazing. Um, so I, It was last weekend. Yeah. So yeah. there's, there's a lot of really good content coming out of that. Okay. Yeah. But all right, let's go ahead and move right along. We've got to get our, into our TV and film section. We have no power this week, but we did get snowfall in Atlanta. Snowfall. Did we skip my shit? Oh, shit. Black oh, people we- like rock too. My oh, bad. Well, shit, you never tell me what you have anymore, so hey, go ahead, Marquis. Hey, hey, but Marquis, do you do you see the joke on your topic, though? Black people love rock, but we all we always forget about it. <laughs> he right, though. He is right. He do he, he is right. I can't. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. All right, I'm going to give you that something. So we're going to, you know, there's no news, but I'm going to give you a quick time with Key. Y'all ready? Okay. So I'm going to give you four artists. Four four bands competing with another opposite band. You uh choose one and give me a reason why. Okay. Cool with that? All right. <clears throat> First, Pearl Jam versus Soundgarden. Pearl Jam. Yeah. Why? More. Familiar. I like the name. But... I, the, I, <laughs> I was. Kind of... Guess we really don't love rock. <laughs> Go ahead. There it is. No, I just said I just, I'm more familiar with Pearl Jam than I am Soundgarden. That's do- that's two dope. That's two dope names though. Chris Cornell is the lead singer of Soundgarden. Mm. Yeah, this is going to be another topic. He also did Audio Slave, which was a uh, separation from Rage Against the Machine with him and Tom Morello. Okay, we'll move on. Blink-182 versus Smash Mouth. Blink-182. Yeah, Blink-182. Why? No, the reason why? I told you. Blink-182 has one of the albums that I consider a perfect album, so they're going to get picked over just about anyone. Okay. I feel like Blink One Eighty Two is like the rock group that all black people know. Them and Limp Biscuit and Green Day. Park. Yeah, interesting. And Imagine Dragon, if we're counting them, but that's more modern. But yeah, more modern. But yeah. So Blink One Eighty Two versus Green Day. Ooh. I'm going Green Day. I'm going Green yeah, Day too. Musically yeah. Green Day. Hmm. Body Count versus Living Color. Oh, Body Count. That's a cold Definitely name right count. there. Come on, man. I love how Baylor said that as if he knew you. You know who Body Count is, right? No. no. So look, so <laughs> I was, you can tell by I, Baylor he didn't know who that is. Once you tell him who's look, in it, he's gonna know. Baylor. I don't love I don't love uh I don't love rock. It's literally like, Ice T's group. It is that, huh? That's why I should say cop killer. <laughs> <laughs> You're a cop killer? Yeah. Yeah, shout out. Limp Biscuit Lincoln Park. Ooh. Lincoln Park. Yeah, definitely. Lincoln that's like Park. Utah. That's like Utah Jazz versus Phoenix. <laughs> no, it isn't. Not so Utah all. Jazz versus Lakers. Um. All right. Last one. No doubt versus Sublime. No. Oh doubt. no! Why would you do this to me? Sublime. I I cannot pick between those two. Ah, come on, man. You said no. You, no doubt was said, hard. But yeah, Sublime, no doubt was hard. Don't get me wrong. But dude, come on, Sublime. Ahead. You said who? You said Hayes. Who you say? Sublime. Who would you say? Sublime, bro. How many? You don't hear no, I me? Said, no, I said, oh. I said them. Oh. I said I refuse to pick between those two bands. The only reason I'll say no doubt is because the they have a lot more content. That's it. Other than that, Sublime was the originator of Ska. That's it. Well, Bailey, you didn't answer. You probably don't know the bands anyway. Right? I said no doubt. Oh, okay. 
No, you just said no doubt because you just wanted to move on. Like, no doubt. No, no doubt. Like, because he knows that they had that song. She had Gwen Stefani had that song with Eve. So he's that's why he's picking those. <laughs> that's a fact. Yes. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, moving on. Snowfall, Mary. You know we always come to you first in the TV and film section. Come on, what 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 are your thoughts on Snowfall? Unfortunately, they didn't kill the ugly girl, but you know it is what it is. They found out. I some I'm not wishing death on the ugly girl. I'm not um, wishing death on her in real life, but the character can go at any point in time. But not for nothing, I realize she looks kind of like the mom. Okay, that's if you no, look at that them still both. Does not change. My statement at all. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. There. Um, <laughs> you get up. Yeah. So it's been like a week since I've watched. Forget <laughs> 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 what happened. Yo, every time, every time it gets uncomfortable, that's the song I'm going to sing. What song what? was that? We oh my God. fall down and this. we get up. <laughs> Okay. So, okay, now I remember what happened. So, there was a lot of emphasis last week on Jam and Jerome and his kind of wanting more, right? And sort of realizing that he has PS- PTSD from serving uh, in the military that he never really confronted or dealt with. And he realized this while he was trying to track down Peaches. And that was just a very strange situation, though. Like, what... <laughs> What were they trying to do to him? Like, it was like a very strange setup where they lured him to a crack house and then nothing happened. But um, he also ended up proposing to Louie, which was dope. I didn't even realize that they weren't married that whole time. So there's that. So it seems like Jerome's trying to get serious about his life, basically. I think that was really the main takeaway there. What else happened? <laughs> that's really the main part. You you hit the. That's really the main part. That and Lou trying to uh, hire old boy to kill. Um, Kane. Yeah, Kane. But other than that, that's really. Oh, all that but then no, no, Leon kind of stepped up a little bit to try to make the peace with Kane that's and true. and make Kane a worker. Yeah. <laughs> M- Moms found a tape recorder in the. Uh, in oh, the I did forget about that. You are absolutely right on that. The, the whatever's going on with, with with the mother that is progressing very slowly, but I think it's going to have a great resolution when it's all said and done. Yeah. Go ahead, Marky, because you're waiting. I can tell. Yeah. So, um, the PTSD thing. There, there was a lot of substance behind that. But Jerome's going to die this season. Ooh. You know that, right? You think so? Oh, I know so. I'm 100 percent confident in that the fact that he proposed. There's so much story built on him saying I got to give back to my people. Now you're going to have this affinity for him. He's going to go. Either yeah. that or Lou. Lou ain't going yeah. to No, it might be Lou. Let me tell you why it won't be Lou. Let me tell you why it won't be Lou. Why? She's becoming too powerful. And she's also opposition for Franklin. Let me tell you why it might be that's Lou. A, that's, to me, that says more reason why it may be her. That's going to set him off. Because mm-hmm. you saw the trailer. Teddy, her. But no, the, but the reason why I'm saying that is that it, what that dude, Lou getting killed, may not only put Jerome and Franklin on the on the right path, yeah. but we may see Franklin go completely beast mode. Jer- Jerome Jerome isn't smart enough to deal with Franklin. Okay, I'm not saying I'm not saying Can against talk- each other. I didn't say against each other. It may put them together against against Teddy. But Teddy's not going to go after her though, bro. I'm telling you, just don't be surprised. To create more, one more season to create that much friction, Jerome has to die. Mm. I mean, hey. she's going to blame Franklin. 
Okay, you may you, hey, you may not be you, you. I'm not saying you're wrong, but they but they but they're in position to blame him either way. They blame Teddy. They're still putting it on Teddy. Yo, speaking of Teddy, can we talk about that horny ass nurse? Man, listen. Yeah, I'm still she, very sis. Sis is pressed badly. Like, there's, <laughs> there, okay. There's a lot I'm of psychological. Trauma. What the hell? Like, there's a lot that goes behind that. That's more psychological. I, I get where that's going, especially when it comes to near life death situations and rescue. Um, what is it? Rescue? I forgot the name of it. That's what that ties into. Okay, but she's she's touching herself while he's asleep. Yeah, because that's where she gets her satisfaction from. Because she's back in her nature. She wasn't allowed to be a doctor in this country because she had to take care of people and follow orders being a nurse. Now that she's back in her... She's, remember this. <laughs> when you are a doctor or an, an, anything like that, you're closer to being a god than anything else. You have a god complex. And at that moment, she felt closer to being a god than she did while she's being a nurse at these hospitals. That's why. Yeah, I get it. But then she's still like hitting on him. Yeah, and he hit back. Yeah, he, and I she's always had not here for this at all. I mean, Teddy's all I'm saying Teddy. is they showed that exact same scene, and it was a man touching themselves while a woman was asleep. It'd be riots to get that person off TV. Yeah, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> we're not gonna go there. I don't want to be canceled tonight. <laughs> I'm good. How we, how? You, already said, you already said you're one. You're one. You got your one today. We're going to move on. <laughs> I'm just saying. We need to identify. As somebody who just recently found a 23-year-old woman sliding in his, in his 16-year-old son's DMs, I feel away. But we'll talk about that mm. off air. Okay. Um, let's, open yeah, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's open up this box. Let's open up this box. That's terrible. explaining it, Oh, listen here, man. I was pissed the fuck off. Like, <laughs> literally, I... I saw red for a second, but we're going to go ahead and move right along. Atlanta. You should have called the cops. <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, what do you guys make of the season of Atlanta so far? Bill, I'll come to you what first. What do This nigga tried to chop a tree down. <laughs> That's what he I did. got from it was basically It was basically down, bro. Like, hey, this episode, I love, <laughs> I love when Atlanta just has those awkward ass episodes where the whole episode is just, you never quite feel settled in what you're seeing on screen. They, they do that better than anything. This was an amazing episode, but go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. And when Paperboy get mad, that shit is so funny. When a girl took his hat, like, wait, yo, his, his, his level of anger and frustration, that shit crazy. Um, no, it's, that shit is just awkward. Funny and entertaining at the same time. I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, yeah I agree. I feel like it went back to that's the Atlanta that I knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, uh David dope. Tyree, that's the paper boy's uh, name in real life. He has some of the best non verbal acting, period. Like, because he just yeah. everything Man. you can see everything in his face, his body language, his facial reactions, every, without him saying a single word. You you know everything that's going through that character's you, mind. You know Agreed. what he's saying, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Marky. Oh my God! So a few things. Um, <clears throat> white fragility. Mm. So we really need to be the hero for black people when you feel an Asian woman offended a black person for approaching her, thinking he's going to try to hit on her. Man, they milked the shit out of that, didn't they? They and exaggerated it. Wow. I'm noticing um, Earn is now becoming that person that you loathe because he's taking advantage of, but you gotta because they take advantage of us, right? Mm -hmm. Van, what's happening there? 
I love the fact that she pushed motherfuckers in the pool, though. Mm. That, that was just fun. What's happening there? What's well, man's going through like a, a existential mom. crisis. Yeah. Yeah. But you see how far out of reach he is from everybody, right? So this whole season seemed like it's focused on more her than anything else. Underlining, focused on more of her, which is very interesting. So, look. Well, I mean, Donald Glover doesn't do no wrong for me. I'm sorry. Like, Donald Glover does no wrong to me right now. But I just I still feel it. like Donald Glover is getting away with, with such subtle but yet blaringly obvious to us insults of white people in this yeah he getting them off yeah for sure salute to you and you just know uh the the white execs that are looking over the show all most of the jokes probably go completely over their head all they know is that people show up and watch this shit i wouldn't be surprised if some of the execs over at fx were looking at this shit like i have no idea what this joke is but hey people are finding this shit funny i have a question though okay how is this so popular and, and great and, and masterful for white people? Because they want to be down with us, bro. Yeah. That's all it is. They want to be down so bad. This shit is funny to us and it's entertaining, but there's a lot of truth to these episodes. So There's a lot of truth to these episodes. Yeah, you just don't get me wrong. I think there's a lot of people out here that can come up with some creative shit. But a lot of this creative shit has actually been done. You know what I mean? So he's basically putting it on screen. So us. now, so now that we all have seen the whole Tupac episode, <laughs> how do you feel about that? I like I took it as a joke. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad nobody got slapped off of that. I'm <laughs> very confused about what was going on. The white man killed Tupac, or the white woman, and this whole time he was alive up until then. Wild. Yes, I know, but that- it was like, what was up with that? The the orchestrated killing. <laughs> Like I, <laughs> that, that episode is so awkward. For think about think about exp- having to explain that episode to somebody. They will literally look at you like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man?" Again, we didn't know if someone what was wrong with him, but we just know that his life was in a white woman's hand. That's true. Mm. There's something extremely deep about that, but we're not going to get into it today. It has to be deep. Look how uh, Marquis is holding his <laughs> Yeah, wand. I know, right? He's swirling it around. Let's move on. Last topic of the day. Nas's uh, uh, performance at the Grammys. Who wants to take this one away first? I put this on I'm here as the last topic for Marquis, but I, yeah, I knew you were going to say you wanted to go last. So who wants to take this one away first? I'll go. Okay. I thought it was dope. Um, you know, the song selections were interesting for me. Like, I didn't feel like they were conventionally what I would have thought he was going to perform. But classics nonetheless. Um, you know, who doesn't love Nas accompanied by a band, right? Like, I feel like that's becoming his grown man thing. Um, I love how it started with uh, I Know I Can and like a kind of childlike version of him, right? Like, I felt like there was such storytelling in that performance, uh-huh. which is so on brand for Nas because honestly, he is the quintessential storyteller of our culture. So I thought that was dope. Um. Yeah. I mean, listen. I it was everything. All right. Yeah. I piggyback off of that. I thought the uh, the song uh, lineup was was excellent. Um. I love that he he played rare and he and he played it long enough for it to switch the beat, which is the best part of the song. Uh. Nas is he is he can t- he tells you to be yourself. Like he makes you feel comfortable being yourself, being black. Um, but he can still get these jokes. What the fuck is on the top of your head, boy? Hmm? 
then don't slap me for that. But I thought the performance was dope. I thought the performance was dope. Um, yeah. I mean, she, at this point, at this point, he's like, I don't, I don't think he can share. I don't think he can share the throne with anybody at this point. That's true. I mean, I mean not, this, not right, not not right now. I would say not right now. The renaissance that Nas is having at this point of his career is so refreshing, and you can't take away like yeah. literally everything about it. He's out there with so much con- like just and everything that he does, the music, the performances, the speaking, the the him making money outside of rap. Everything is just it's it just makes you feel proud to be black. See, like Nas makes you, that's the title of this week's episode. Nas makes you proud to be black. Yeah, and that's yeah. really it. That's, that's really it. And it's not. It's not coming from a biased opinion because I would tell you my history with between Nas and Jay. I started off listening to a lot more Jay than Nas in the beginning when I was younger, but then you know eventually Nas just like this nigga just was down by a dub in the third quarter and he came back with two back to backs and we waiting on the third one. Well, I'm waiting on anything at this point. Hey, Nas, holla at me, man. I tried to buy uh, Ultra Block, too. I tried to get some parts on That shit was sold out, like, within a matter of seconds. So I need that personally. I know you listen to this show. Don't take that joke personal. Yeah. Go ahead, Marquis. Take it away. Shout out, I know to, you for, shout out, shout out to you for getting that uh, the album. <clears throat> I don't know if anybody is paying attention to this. And one day we'll study it. I think Nas is pulling off the greatest trick known to man not only did he and i don't want to say he resurrected his career he subtly placed himself to take over where some of the things that jay talked about on 444 owning your own businesses buying dumbo getting art but he actually invested in businesses like coinbase and the rest of that to diversify his portfolio right there Nas is the only consistent we've been talking about in the past two years all the other artists have been slowly dropping in and out and everything the one constant is Nas. He performed with an orchestra, and I don't ever remember him performing for the Grammys this long ever. But somehow he managed to pull pieces of his history and tied it into this performance with an orchestra. If he pulls off KD3 and leaves, there will be, we you can't be surprised. Like You know what I mean? Like There's nothing else to say, nothing else for this man to do. He did a documentary with Ralph McDaniels. He's doing documentaries behind the scene. Even the um the show on Netflix that somehow ended up becoming him, everything is revolving slowly, surely around him being the epicenter of hip hop for decades. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? When you hear KRS One, when you hear Q Tip, all these other rappers pay homage to Nas, he's slowly but surely becoming the epicenter of hip hop. And if you look at a fifty year span, there's no other rapper that has been mentioned as much as he has or referenced as much as he has. It's a, it's amazing to me. I, I if we do a study on this, it's amazing. So as far as his performance, magnificent. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of the dreads or the the braids. Yeah, we gotta get rid of that, bro. But no, but look, that was just a joke. I'm, I'm not. I'm serious. You gotta get no, rid of the end. It literally <laughs> looks like a, like like some like a, like somebody yeah, having a midlife okay. crisis trying to be the cool dad. Like that's literally. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, and he pulled his daughter out. Time out. Time out. Motherfucker slapped the nigga for saying keep my wife's name out your mouth. Who did he bring as his date? Bruh. I'm sorry. He's capturing everyone's attention. Yes. Subtly. Um, for I guess for a future topic, I wanna who is on Nas level? Who could be on Nas level? We just said that we haven't seen an artist come close 
to what he's doing, right? But we do know there there are other artists out there that is as talented as he is. Of course, they can't they can't reproduce what he did because Nas cadence, his his style, etc. But you know, when you think of uh, the 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 Black Thoughts and the Kendricks, and there's so many more. I want to know maybe three or four people. You know, next week or further down the line, we seriously put a list together of who can actually be on Nas level. So he's so far under the radar. That's the cool thing about it. You know what I mean? It's not like he's all in your face, dropping albums, making this big splash. He just gave you magic on December 24th. He's so far under the radar. Like, there's no expectation. What he gives you is just greatness and leaves. So that's a great question. Who's on his level? I'd have to think about that. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to be biased about it, but. I'm just I'm just talking and I'm, I'm, I'm strictly talking uh, artists right now because no, I think, outside I think of. It's no one. I think we've answered it, right? Like, I think Nas has always been in a class of his own to me. So. And then the longevity, right? Like, I mean, I guess the only other person that's kind of comparable is Jay-Z in that regard. But even they took different paths to get here. You know what I mean? So I was the only the only person that the only two people that could uh, that could sit at the longevity table with Nas and still put up big numbers is two athletes. And that's Bron and Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. And if Kobe was here, there would be your um, comparison. Yeah. Nas is at this point of his career is like if Michael Jordan coming to the Wizards and they would have actually won a championship. Wow. <laughs> I'm just wow. saying. Like, that's exactly what this like it for him to have this type of impact still and then be pulling putting out some of the best quality music of his career at this point in this latter stage of his he's literally for all the the acknowledgement that Jay-Z got for 444, which is more than a sp it was more like a spoken word than the actual rap album. Nas is still out here rapping. Can I add just one question, though? Do do they appreciate this, though? No, they don't. Not as much no. as they should. I'll tell you that right okay. now. Okay. Who is they? The people. The, the people. We I'm, appreciate it. Listen, there are, there are, there's a sect of the culture that appreciates this to the level that what, he, what it does. But generally, people... Don't appreciate this album, these albums as what all three of them, even I'm putting magic in there, too, because even though that was a shorter thing, still damn near masterful for what it was. That's a mixtape. It was, but it you was a hell, a hell of no, a no, mixtape. But that, exactly. This Dreamville, hmm, that was a mixtape. That's yeah, what I'm going to say. For sure. I'm going to say one more thing. At some point, we got to acknowledge that the fucking Lakers Dynasty on HBO is a fucking masterpiece. Yo, that shit's so good. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we got to acknowledge we'll, that. We'll, we'll wait till it's over with, and then we'll put it on the list to break it down. Because if they keep this, if they keep this up, this must, this must, this may be one of the greatest, not only sports shows, projects, whatever you want to call it, of all time. This is this, is, and even though some of the characters don't really look like their their uh, real life counterparts, they got. The spirit of those players down fucking pack. For, for real though, if you've never seen Jerry West, you would think <laughs> that was you. That nigga, hey man, that shit is good. That shit is good. Yeah. I will, I will always defer anything West Coast to Baylor if he puts his, his stamp on it. But to me, I'm a Lakers fan since this is masterful. Yeah, and you know Magic coming out with his own shit too. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I think his gonna be a little bit more PC Disney. Probably. You know, mm. 
Mm. Probably. Wouldn't be surprised with that. Hey, I'm magic. <laughs> it's magic time, man. I passed the ball. <laughs> but all right, that's, balls. that is it. This has been another episode of the Breaks Radio. Go ahead and give them your social media. Before we go, Miss Mary Almonte, give it to him. We can't hear we you. We don't hear you. Darn it. I didn't I just I, that's it. I just said my whole thing and no one heard it. So no. Lisa Evers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Um, first and foremost, y'all want to be following Rock the Bells right about now because yeah, tickets go on sale uh like now. So <laughs> you wanna make sure you're locked in for that. And then yeah, y'all should tune in to Lisa Evers. Not sure if she's nationally syndicated, but in, in New York it's Fox Five Street Soldiers. I'm sure it'll go up on YouTube at some point um, because your girl will be a guest panelist again this week uh, talking about mental health and motherhood. Um, and yeah, like and then you can follow, what? The only thing we like about Fox, but go ahead. Right, yeah. Well, we won't talk about that. No, no, no. <clears throat> um, and then follow Young Urban Moms and at Miss Mary Almonte if you want to. Peace. Uh, at Baylorism on Twitter. And TikTok. Also, look me up on www.wefalldownandwegetup.com. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, and a, and a special message to all the comedians out there: talk your shit. Period. Unfiltered. So, do we talk about? Uh, hey man, we closing the show. Don't be trying to get any no extra Michael? topics in there. No, no Gerald, come on, oh, oh, let me come up. No, we really didn't go there. No. Okay. All about. Um, all right. You know what to do. Check RTB because we're going to the concert. We're probably going to do something live. Follow Baylor. That is the funniest motherfucker alive. I love this man. Jesus this Christ. This man posted a video with Will Smith that I literally was dying at, fam. I was dying. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Morbius. If you didn't catch it, fuck off. Hayes, my dude. Appreciate it. I'm good. Don't follow me. All right. Well, you can follow me at, at CEO Hayes. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. TheBreaksRadioGmail.com. I'm just going to end it on this one. Nas makes you feel good to be black. And we off this motherfucker. Peace, y'all. Yo, I'm in red form. Niggas speak down on my name like I wasn't there for him. Talk about back in the days. This is a back in the days. Hit with me back in my ways. Should do for the fade. I'm on Mars, walking all over the beat, putting my feet on the stars. I rock it like Lenny, thinking like Jimmy. The first time he seen a guitar, standing in front of where they shot about us, and we got to know.